Hey, hi. I see we've got, it looks like Dale and Mike are here so far. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. Mike, you have inspired this morning's topic. <laughs> you have. Your, your manufacturer issue inspired this. So I think it'll be, it'll be very helpful for you. Yeah. And what was that? Yep, this will help you with part of that, okay? I think it'll it'll shed a little light on it. And Dale, right. I saw that you left a message um while I was out of the office for meetings on Friday. So um I'll be checking everything and get being in email uh early this afternoon. Um so Everyone, I'm going to mute our lines for our privacy. I see we've got a few more people jumping in here. And really, the the context for this request-based session is that we have a really good track record of having requests accepted and, and of being able to navigate some situations. And clients have asked over and over how I do that. And matter of fact, we have a few that have basically said that they channel me when they're asked a tough thing or they have a request to make. So um, I'm going to share a bit about kind of a context and then some very, very practical things to do. And it, this helps with pretty much everywhere you make requests. And I don't know about you, but I make requests all day to all different kinds of people, whether it's to clients, to, you know, can they send us this file or do this thing or suggestions for requests that they should make, as well as, you know, my husband, I'm constantly making requests there, or even, you know, at the store. Everything from can I get that um, package of something to, you know, so this idea of making requests and how you ask is very, very important to business. And I have um, noticed that the quality of the business that we run or that we're working with depends on the quality of questions asked. And I was reflecting on this idea of asking questions and um really expansion and growth a lot this past week while I was driving to various meetings and we were having a really, really active couple of days towards the end of the week. And the reason that I'm thinking about this is because I noticed that for a while I stopped asking um, questions or for the next thing that would really have us expand. And as some of our clients know, we have a very special project that came out of our mastermind group that we'll be working on for August, and it involves me making a lot of requests. Um, we're going to have 30 speakers and all different kinds of collaboration going on. So there, there are a lot of requests to make in the next couple of weeks. So I went and I revisited the asking practice that we do. And so when you are making requests, there are four elements that massively improve your results and that massively improve 
the conversation and the, the ability to move your project forward, whatever your project is, even if it's getting what you want off of a menu at a restaurant. Now, as many of you know, I used to travel 40 to 50 weeks a year. I was a, a sales rep for a company, then I was a sales manager, and I managed national sales teams. So I came to view menus and restaurants as suggested item combinations. And, you know, it was amazing how often I could get exactly what I wanted as a meal in a restaurant. And it was from how I would ask. And even business conversations or getting collaborations going in certain areas is dependent on how you ask. Um, for example, we did an ask over an email for a client. She was having a hard time getting through to the Walmart Canada buyer. And I crafted about three sentences with her, and she clicked send, and ten minutes later, she had the exact answer that we needed from the Walmart Canada buyer. Okay, So it can work for you in your email as well as in person and over the phone, which is awesome, I think. So when you are thinking about how you ask for something, there are, there are four basic elements, and then there's this idea that I shared with a, a friend of mine yesterday about a request she has to make, and that is this. The, I, the concept is never assume against yourself. When you're making a request, the first element is always to ask as if you expect to get it from a place of, oh, of course this could happen, right? Not from an arrogant place, but from a ask as if you expect to get it, right? Like, but of course this could happen. And from a very natural place. So that's the first piece, is to hold a context of, you could get it, you can get it, and that you're expecting to get it is a very powerful way to be in the conversation. So the second piece is to assume that you can. So that goes to this never assume against yourself, but assume that you can get it, that it is possible, right, that it is certainly an option in the world. There's millions of options for any request, right? And the biggest piece I think that I see most people make mistakes with is the how they're asking and who they're asking. So the you have to ask, the third piece here is you have to ask somebody that can actually give it to you, right? You have to ask the right person you know, the the right job title. If you're licensing and you, you know, say to someone inside a company like the warehouse manager, hey, you know, what's your process for licensing inventions? Are you ever open to that? I'm sure that we could work something out. They're going to have no clue what you're talking about. But if you are talking to a vice president of innovation or of new products and you say, I'm wondering what it would take for you to be open to licensing this product from me in the next six months, right? That's a very, very different conversation because you're asking the right person, number one. But the, the, 
The last piece here is you're being more clear and specific. So the fourth element is to be clear and specific about your request. Um, for example, I get asked this question pretty frequently. Will you mentor me? And there's not really enough information in that question for me to answer them, right? Um, will you mentor me? Mentor is vastly varying in intensity, what's expected, um, what it looks like, what they're trying to get out of it, like why am I doing it, and why should I do it for them, right? Um, so when you're asking someone a question, being clear and specific about what you're trying to cause is way more effective. For example, let's say you want your spouse or your significant other to go with you on Saturday to this picnic. It's amazing. You know, it's going to be really fun. They've got a bounce house for the kids, and there's going to be a barbecue and all that, right? And, but all you say is, you know, on Saturday, could we go to a picnic? Right? They're like, eh, maybe yes, maybe no. But if you were to ask, on Saturday, I would love it if we could go to the picnic at the lake because they're going to have this really great event and it seems like it'd be really fun. Would you like to do that with me? That's a very, very different request, okay? So being clear and specific sometimes means more words. Sometimes it means fewer words. Sometimes people's requests for getting clarity, they need to trim their requests down and trim the story out, right? So you have to hit a balance. So the four elements are ask if you expect to get it, assume that you can, ask someone who can give it to you, so get the right person, right, and being clear and specific. And then there's kind of a bonus fifth one, and that is this. You're going to have to ask potentially several times, right? Kids have mastered this. If you've ever been in a store with a small child, they love to ask, can I have this? Can I have that? Can I, oh, could we get that? Can I have, could you, then, uh, they'll ask you a million ways, right? And for everybody who's had children around, you know if it doesn't, work with one person, they go to the next person, mom versus dad, dad versus mom, oh, the babysitter, can we do that? Like, they'll ask and ask and ask. So it invites the next question for you. What do you want to ask for? And what do you want for your business? And then who do you need to ask for it, right? So when you're thinking about this, think the big requests. And then really look at what is having you not ask. For me, whenever there's something that I want that I'm not asking for, um, it usually involves fear. Like I'm afraid of being rejected. I'm afraid that it will upset somebody. Uh, or I'm afraid that um, I won't be able to get them to listen. There's a lot of underlying fear. But really, it all just comes down to fear, right? And fear of being rejected. So I just kind of notice it, and I go, okay, great. And there's some techniques that I use to manage my fear around things that really get me over the hump. Um, so 
it's a, a big deal to practice your requests and to practice asking, okay? So with that, I'm going to open up the phone lines and see who has a question and um, what kind of requests you want to make for your business, and we can actually practice if anybody wants to do that. So if you're on the phone lines, you press star 2 to raise your hand, and if you're on the website you and listening to the webcast, you can just type them in the Q&A box, and I'll see it there. So press star 2 to raise your hand if there's something you want to add about making requests or you want to practice making a request, that would be great. Um, I know we have a couple people on here who are making requests of different manufacturers that may not normally work the way that they want them to be doing something. So if that's your case and you're asking for exceptions to a policy, a lot of times the request needs to show them why it helps them to grant it, right? You know, what would it take for you to make an exception to the policy of blah, 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 right? So um, with that, I'm going to open up the phone line. I think this is Mike. Hi there, Mike. What's your, what's Hello. your, uh, hi. Hi. Um, a little while ago, I, uh, I contacted a manufacturer. I uh, felt uh, a, a handle set. And I wanted mm -hmm. them to uh, deviate a little bit from their standard package that they that they sold. But I think from what you were just saying, I think I was talking to the wrong person. Uh, she was labeled a uh, customer service representative. I, I thought that was a fancy name for a salesman, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I think. Well, I think you're right that it was the wrong person. Um, for a customer service rep, they have the, – the thing about asking the right person is asking someone who has the authority to grant the request, right? So a customer service rep can't really introduce new items into how they sell, right? And when you're asking for them to do something that's a little off the beaten path, um, you really need to be talking to a salesperson. And a customer service rep is kind of after the fact and is more um, of an order processor or there's been a problem with an order. So you could call um, the manufacturer back and ask for, the, for a sales rep, right? Sometimes they'll divide it up. I know that the manufacturer you're calling is, is pretty substantial size. So they'll probably divide it up geographically. Right. So ask for the sales rep for your state, right, or for the kind of business that you're doing. Um, and then you'd say, you know, I here's how it would sound. I know that you have standard handles that you do that are really amazing. And for a project that we're working on that we want to use your handles on an ongoing basis, we need a slight modification to how you sell this. Would you, what would it take for your company to be willing to sell it like this? Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. You hear how that's they, like a, uh, yeah. The salespeople are the ones that can create custom orders. Ah, oh, okay. So, 
it would be the salesperson. If that doesn't work, you could go to the sales manager or the VP of sales. Um, and they'll ask you questions like, how many units do you think you're going to sell? Um, they'll ask, you know, what payment terms you want. Like if you're if you're going to ask for long payment terms and you're asking for a custom order, that gets harder. Um, and if for everybody, if your custom order is really just, you know, add an extra piece in or something like that, um, that's pretty easy. But if it involves retooling something, that gets harder. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. But so I would call back the company. I'd ask for the sales department. I'd, I'd make sure that you're finding the person who's in your area. And then I would ask them that question of what would it take for me to be able to buy it this way? Right. Okay. Do I have to go into the whole story about what I'm doing and, and why or is it not necessary? You might give them one or two sentences, but it's really not necessary. Okay. You know? Um, the big thing with requests is the how you ask makes a big difference and the who you're being in it, too. Like, by that, I mean, um, you know that, um, that thing of attracting more, more bees with honey than vinegar kind of thing. Um, right. If people like you, it typically goes better, right? I'm not saying, you know, give away everything just because you want to be liked, but um, create rapport. You know, if you get a dog lover on the phone, that'd be awesome. A dog lover yeah. who's a salesperson for them, amazing. <laughs> yeah. And you might um, find that they go, oh, you know what, you need to talk to our, our, our product team. You know, if they're okay. really big, then that would be a phrase that they would say. But, yeah. or, or you could ask, you know, I'm curious what kind of special orders you do. Right. You know, I need to talk yeah. to somebody about a, about a special order. Um, are you open to those? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because when I got, when I was rejected, when they said, no, we don't sell direct for the manufacturer, I was kind of, all the air was taken out of my balloon, but uh, I'm going to give it another, another shot here see what happens. Yeah. Um, so never assume against yourself. And it, there is a great statistic that, um, that I really think that everybody could benefit from here. And it's that 44% of all salespeople will quit trying to sell to somebody after, I think it's the, yeah, it's after the first call, right? So 44% of the people drop out after one ask. And then 24% quit after the second request. And 14% quit, 14 quit after the third call. So just in those stats, we're at about, oh, I don't know. Let's see, 44 plus 24 plus 14 is 12, 16. 82% of people 
Yeah. And then 12% quit trying after the fourth call. And on average in the United States right now, it takes between 9 and 12. So that means that really like 90% of the requests get rejected just because of timing or, you know, you're talking to the wrong person or whatever. You know, situations change all the time. Right? Okay. And a customer service rep is going to go, oh, no, we don't do that because it's not their job to think through how to do something different. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so talk to the sales department. Okay. Sales people like to make deals happen. Well, yeah, because they get a commission. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And plus, they're, they just like the thrill of it. So, okay. yeah, I would, I would ask again, okay? Already. Awesome. I'm going to mute your line for your privacy, Mike, okay? Alrighty, thank you. You're welcome. A whole... Okay, so if you have a question about how to ask, you know, or the kind of requests to make, that's a, a really good place to look. I know that um, there is a group in Pasadena that I have an open door to present to, and I haven't presented because of a couple of reasons. Um, but I've watched the other people that present, and the quality of the question they ask determines the quality of the input that they're getting. When the question is really broad and really general, um, the group kind of has to work really hard to kind of narrow it in. And when someone comes in with a question that is core to their business and they're clear about what the question or the issue is and they're asking about that, then it's like the world unfolds for them, right? And connections can be made and all kinds of things can happen because of a quality ask. Now, I want to mention when people are asking investors for things and asking um, for investment capital, part of the quality of the ask is the use of funds that you're going to have, right? Because one of the first things an investor is going to ask is what is the money for, right? And so you need to think through some follow-up information, right? If you just ask them for, I'd like you to, you know, invest some money with me, they're going to go, well, how much is some, right? So your request wasn't clear and specific. They want to know how much and what type of money is it? Is it a bridge loan? Is it seed money? Is it an equity investment? You know, those kind of details are part of being clear and specific for them, right? And I was reminded of this yesterday because I was speaking with a girlfriend of mine who is brilliant. She's brilliant. She's um, been the treasurer of an angel investment group for a long time, and she's working with a client, and they're updating their financials, right? So the investors um, that have come in recently, the standard and expectation of the clarity in the business is higher. And this is a client that my, my friend just started working with. So they've been working to kind of clean up and create a, 
a really solid, 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 very professional level because of the government contracts and things that they're going for. So when you are being clear and specific, your requests are going to evolve over time. Um, so pay attention to that and know that that's going to happen. And when you're making requests of buyers, you're going to hear things like, well, you might ask them, um, would it be possible for my product to be in your store in a promotional space in Q4, or is it all booked out, right? Or, or if you were assuming that you're going to get it, you would say um, something like, this product's a really good fit for your store for Q4. It would be great if we could discuss how we could have that happen. Do you hear the language? So that, those are ways to request things from that buyer that are really, really effective, right? And as much for getting the information that you need as anything else. So press star 2 to raise your hand if you have a question. I know we have a bunch of people who have popped in here. And I'm going to go over and check our, our webcast. Awesome. Okay, so question from the webcast. Let me just read this. Okay. I'm making what I think are clear requests, but they're not getting yeses. Okay. I wish I had the stats and the, the information to say that asking, you know, with all four boxes checked is going to give you the magic button and every request will always be granted. That's not how it works. Okay. Um, part of powerful request is getting the information for the next piece, right? Like say you're applying for a business loan and you go into one bank and they say, oh, I need to see a business plan. And you were to say, oh, what's a business plan? And they'd say, oh, well, you know, you need a business plan. It should have these elements in it. And you go, you buy a book and you write the business plan or you work with a coach or you work with somebody and they help you write it, right? And then you go into the next bank and they say, oh, you know, let us see your business plan. And you show the business plan. And they said, oh, well, we don't really understand how your sales ramp up is going to work. Um, you know, we need a little more information over here. So, you know, no, we're not going to grant this loan. Well, if you're really committed to your business and you really want the business loan, you could ask them at that point, well, so if I were to fix these couple things in the plan and elaborate a little bit more for you, would you be open to reviewing it again? And they might say yes, right? Or you could say, well, is, is maybe they're the wrong kind of bank. Maybe they're, they don't do that kind of loan, right? So you might say, oh, well, I get it. This is, isn't the kind of loan that you do. Is there another bank in town that you could refer me to? And who should I talk to there? Right? Ask the next question. Um, if it's a problem with your business plan, you'd say, oh, well, okay, so I need to refine this area. And they'd say yes or no. Um, your business plan is go going to go through refining. That doesn't mean it was a bad business plan. That means that you did the best you could with what you knew at the time. Right? So there's always an evolution if you actually ask for the input. So never assume against yourself. Assume that, oh, there's a speed bump or, oh, there's a hiccup, right? 
And it's you will hear, we don't do that kind of loan. That just means they're not the right person, right? That just means that's not what they do. Um, we get asked requests where I have to say, oh, that's not how we work, right? So it's really important that you do this. Now, the event that we're putting together that's going to require me to do a lot of asks, I am probably going to have to ask somewhere between 25 and 60 people that are going to be vastly different to participate and why it makes sense to them. So part of that request is to give them, here's what the event looks like, here's why we're doing it, here's what we, the reach we expect to be, like this whole thing, right? And that can all be done in literally less than three minutes without needing to be speeding on Gonzalez about my language, right? So it's not about an elaborate message. It's about the right message, and it's about being refined with what you do and knowing what their hot buttons are. So when we make this request, we're going to be talking about the reach of it, the impact, and how it will raise their profile with their people and help them get more clients as well. Okay, so you want to think through the problem and the, the motivation of the person on the other side. And that can be really, really, really key and the tipping point. So I have 25 to 60 requests to make of people like James Dyson from Dyson Vacuum Cleaners. Um, there are, we're actually contacting Elon Musk. Yeah. So like, these are some really, really cool people that are really busy, and they may or may not be able to do what we're asking for, right? But it'll be great if they do, and you'd be surprised how many times the thing that you're asking for is actually not that big a stretch. Um, I was reminded of this on Thursday. I was talking to the national CEO of NABO, which is the National Association of Women Business Owners, at a breakfast meeting. And we were talking about different awards. Now, NABO grants the Woman Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur of the Year Award. And they have 5,000 members across the country. Over 20% of their members do at least a million dollars, you know, so they're well-established businesses at least. And these are service businesses. So, if you think about a service business that is doing a million dollars, that is statistically equal to about a $3 million product business, okay? So I was talking to Jen, and we were talking about this award, and she said, you know, we have a real head scratcher. She goes, you know, we have 5,000 members, and you'd think that we'd have a lot of applications for our annual award. We normally have about 30. So only about 30 people are throwing their hat in the ring for that or are being nominated for it. So the odds of winning are actually pretty good if you have a compelling reason to be nominated, right? So when you're making requests, think about that. You know, so many people don't even make requests because they talk themselves out of it in the first place. So ask. That's the bottom line here. Ask. Make the request. Ask. Magic can happen when you ask. So go use the four elements. You want to make sure to ask as if you expect to get it. 
assume that you can get it, right? Assume that it that it's possible and that it's totally workable that you could get that. You want to make sure that you're asking someone who could grant the request, who can say yes. And you want to be clear and specific about the request. Clear and specific. So Mike, for you, clear and specific could be, would they be willing to sell you X number of units as a custom order with this extra piece in it? Right? That's a clear and specific. You want to maybe tell them the, the size of the order, what the vision is. Okay? So the other piece, this last bonus one, remember, is ask repeatedly. Ask multiple times. It really, really will lift your results. So with that, everyone, I am going to post this over in our podcast. It will be ready in a couple of days. My request is this. I would like everyone who gets value from the live Q&A, if you could please give us a testimonial about that. Um, we've noticed that interactive learning is always the most effective, and we have statistics to back that up. And it is the thing that I think we are missing as a society. So my request is this. I would love to have more people um, tuning in and uh, asking questions because I think that this is where we can serve even more people. Um, so if you would please write to Jeff at ProductsToProfits.com and let him know the value that you get out of these. And then the other piece is please share it with two to three of your friends or on your social media so that we can build the following. Um, it's been really a wonderful, wonderful experience for eight years, and I am so excited that we're going to be continuing it. And um, the podcast is also going, so it, it does require some effort from us to do all of this. And I would love to get even more people involved. Um, so with that, everyone, I am going to be in my email and on calls the rest of the day. So I, if you are a client and you have a, a question that was pending to me, those will get answered later today. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. I love and appreciate each of you and uh, look forward to the next pieces that we're doing together. And remember, never assume against yourself in any situation. Never assume against yourself. Okay? With that, everyone, I'll talk to you all soon.